I'm actually recording a podcast. Holy fucking shit. Right? Um, okay, so I thought that I could find some guests, but I guess I'm not making friends as fast as I thought. Um, I mean, I am making friends. I've been doing, I've been doing kind of a lot, actually. I've only been here for about like a month and a half now, I guess, officially. And, um, it's, it's been pretty fucking cool, you guys. Um, and I don't miss LA at all. That's probably the most shocking thing to me at all it's like most of the time you sit there like oh I would have been waking up now oh I would have been uh going to this job I would have been doing this and that but I actually just don't even feel anything like that at all um but yeah so um hmm, okay so I'm just trying to update you guys uh I don't have any guests this is kind of like my practice podcast something about mini is just kind of like for my already existing followers or fans to kind of hear what's going on um as far as new ventures I really 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 want to get a panel of two to four people to kind of talk about stuff you know what I mean because the episode that I did with the average American males if you guys haven't listened to that it's probably one of my better episodes go back I think I named it did people leave because his dick was soft or was his dick soft (laughs) because people left um and to get that context y'all are gonna have to just tune into that episode and see what the context of that comment is because it's actually pretty damn funny but um yeah so that really kind of opened my eyes to the possibilities of how much better my podcast would be and I really think that bouncing off of other people who have you know they're like-minded but they have different point of views everyone has different point of views whether you're left or right radical not radical whatever boy girls different races whatever so I would love to get like a panel of people that I really fuck with to do kind of a podcast like you know uh, I think it's more conversational it's a little more fun um but (laughs) one problem I don't got no friends out here yet. <laughs> um, no, but really, I don't have any friends out here yet. I have, like, a few friends, but um, some of them aren't in entertainment. Some of them aren't open to doing a podcast. The people that I could kind of do podcasts, like, guests, you know, they're not really, I don't know, they're not going to be, like, staples in the entire um podcasts are just going to be like a guest so I'm going to keep something about mini as something about me obviously I'm not going to be adding a panel of people onto something called something about mini because then it would have to be like something about mini Jared Blake and Melissa or some shit like that you know except you know I don't actually know people named that (laughs) um but yeah so I've been here about a month and a half let me just try and like kind of touch base on things that I've been doing. I've started doing uh getting back into my makeup artistry. So a lot of people don't know um that I was like a legitimate makeup artist for a while while I was in LA. I did private events, I did photo shoots, I did all kinds of fun little stuff like that. And um my sister actually um shout out to her. She did a short film and uh she she wrote excuse me she wrote the script to a short film and it came to fruition 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 
fruition fruition i'm a reader okay so sometimes i don't say shit right fruition i think but basically her script we got you know a crew on it we got a great director we got a great cast to do the short film that my sister wrote and it's one of the you know not one of her first first scripts but she's she just started out like a few years ago right so this is kind of like the first time that she was able to see her story come to life and the cool thing is like I don't think people who aren't in film understand how magical it actually is and like you don't even have to be in film but like any sort of production whether you're a stage production or any big project where everybody kind of even events you know everyone has a part that they focus on whether it be uh like if it was for an event there's the catering there's entertainment there's the you know the dj the hype people the fucking people who do the decor the party planner etc etc so when you're on set there is obviously there's a director there's a dp there's an art director there's the makeup people there's the actors there's the wardrobe there's the grips there's there's literally so much that you probably don't even think about unless you are in that industry right and not saying like oh y'all are stupid and don't know anything it's more like a lot of unacknowledged works work goes into many of the projects that we consume movies tv shows music etc etc so i was helping out because you know i'm i feel really at home on sets i've been on sets since i was pretty young like a young teenager this is my first time Um, or this was my sister's first time kind of being on set so she's like oh does it usually take this long like what do we do because if you have been on set you kind of know that there is a lot of waiting around you know to get the right shot whether it be the tiniest little thing whether it be one line sometimes it takes a while you know it takes a minute um and yeah so it was really fun doing makeup for that and now I'm starting to do other makeup Uh, I'm actually booking work pretty, pretty easily, pretty seamlessly. I'm excited. I just booked my first wedding, so that's going to be fucking, oh, it's nerve wracking. I'm so fucking nervous about it, but I'm really, really fucking excited at the same time. I'm able to express myself in different ways and do different kinds of makeup because a lot of times, you know, when you're doing like porn makeup and stuff like that. You're just doing like you're doing wings, you're doing smoky eyeshadow, you're doing eyelashes, you're doing contours and stuff. And don't get me wrong, you're doing that with wedding makeup and film makeup too. But you're also trying to make it look like real makeup that somebody would do, not just, oh, your like contour is hella, you know, snatched or your fucking wing is sharp and, you know, all this stuff. You get to do all these different kinds of makeup. So that's been a real little adventure for me. Um,. And yeah, so I'm actually thinking like because I have pretty decent resources as far as crews and people around me who are working on their craft, I'm thinking of maybe starting another business the way that I did in LA to do private events and stuff like that. So yeah, um, this is kind of coming to my mind, not that I think it's like super important to prove that I quote unquote do stuff outside of sex work, but 
somebody came onto my Instagram today. I think I, I basically just quoted this new two short song. It's the actual, the the actual song that the intro like little beat that I used for this episode. Um, it's it's that song. Uh, I think it's well, it's off of his new album. It's called The Pimp Tape, his new album. But basically it says, you could call her a lot of things, but you can't call her broke. And that was talking about sex workers in general. You know, you could call her a hoe. You could tell her, oh, you don't respect yourself. You got no morals, et cetera, et cetera. But you can't call her broke. She's hustling. She's trying to pay her rent, just like everybody else. So you can say that she doesn't have morals, but she's trying to put food on her family's table. That was my interpretation that was my context of putting the caption on and some guy just got so bent out of shape about it and was like basically saying like oh well there's so many other things you could be other than broke that are worse you know and in the context of me leaving a photo of me a sex worker with that caption I'm like okay well what's what's worse than being broke like I understand what you mean. Of course, there's worse things than being broke. There's being a terrible person. There's judging people. There's leaving hateful comments. There's a million things. So I was just like, what do you mean? You know, like, are you trying to condescend me? And he was like, well, obviously, this hurt your feelings. And, you know, you'll venture into other things once your body starts looking old. I have a few things to say about that because one your body could look old and still make more money nina hartley anybody you know there's old sex workers everywhere it's not like there's just a deadline yeah i know a lot of people will be like oh i want to quit before i'm a milf i want to quit before da 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 100 percent, 100 percent. i understand that but at the same time we can't ignore the amazing older women who are sex workers so first of all that's just fucked up to to say stuff like that like i wouldn't be able to make money anyway so fuck off secondly i don't need to prove all the things i've done outside of sex work for you to feel like i'm worth something you know what i mean like that that's exactly why i posted that quote you could say anything you want but at least you can't say that i'm struggling with my bills and that i'm not hustling you know what i mean because why is it so praised to work 60 70 80 hours a week and be away from your family or away from your kids and people praise you because you're working so hard but you're using your body for labor you're doing all this stuff that's probably not good for your body you know what i mean like if you're working that many hours losing sleep that's not respecting your body and you're not seeing your family so i want to know why that gets praised but if a sex worker goes out and makes some money comes back home is able to spend time with their son or daughter or their family or their grandma or their parents or whatever without taking that toll and taking all that time on their you know on their body and their schedule why is that looked down upon like it's easy i feel like it's not easy it's 
most people know that they can't do sex work a lot of people will be like oh i wish i could but i can't okay then you can't then you recognize that there's something about this job that you cannot do and i hate to bring this as an example but another you know profession i guess that people look down on being a sanitary worker or being a janitor or whatever a lot of people recognize that they hell no would not be able to continue to touch garbage for hours and hours and hours or clean up after people or clean up disgusting things all the time you know what i mean but people will still hate on it and say all this negative stuff meanwhile recognizing that they don't fucking have the balls or the skills or whatever to do it you know so i just you know have a lot of thoughts about that (laughs) So I just I just thought that was kind of funny because um, like he was obviously following me, right? He was following me. We can all agree. He was following me. I was not following him. So you probably followed me because you saw that I posted little slutty pictures and stuff, right? Okay, but then all of a sudden I say something. And you get upset and you start shaming me. Oh, you're going to, don't worry, you'll venture into something else once your body looks old. Okay, so did you just follow me because I'm a hoe and then try and shame me for being a hoe? I don't fucking think so, buddy. I don't fucking think so. (laughs) So that is one thing I did just want to address because... I don't know, just because, you know, it it was something that happened to me. It's something that real, that's real. It happens to a lot of other sex workers. And I know if you're listening to this, you at least respect me a little bit. And if you don't, sorry, you know, I don't know why you're listening to me, but whatever. And then, um, let's see what else. I wanted to talk about, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. So I just watched this and, um... I watched it a while ago, like when it was in theaters and somebody I was talking about, you know, representation. This year has been an amazing year, amazing year for Asian American representation, Asians in general, Asians in entertainment in general. Right. Someone complained about crazy rich Asians basically having the lighter asians aka a lot of east asians rich asians white asian or not white but you know lighter paler asians as being the stars and then the darker asians were kind of like the housekeepers and stuff like that that i think is just that is true representation of what happens and what goes on and it's also kind of like the great gatsby right where you're talking about the one percent you're talking about people who are so rich that not even other light asians can can relate to it's not about seeing yourself in there like as much as i understand what people mean i saw a lot of beautiful asian faces that i normally would not have ever seen you know in other movies and stuff like that and they were all different looking. There was this Malaysian hot guy. There was Constance Wu. There was uh, whoever that girl was that fucking played Gemma. Who I loved her. I was obsessed with her, dude. They all looked so different and so beautiful in different ways. And um, 
that was the representation that I would like to see. Of course, if you're talking about the story, it's true to the books. Okay, so that doesn't make sense to me to complain about that because that is literally just about the book. Um, and that's the story that was written. So that's what they based it off of. Um, somebody said to me that they felt that it was still about Asian tropes. And if you're not familiar with that, that basically just means... You know, there's always the Asian sidekick. There's always the Asian mom that doesn't really agree with or like approve of stuff. You know, like the Asian parents that are like, no, you got to be a doctor or no, you got to do this, that. Oh, they're really strict, blah, blah, blah. They have accents, et cetera, et cetera. So somebody basically said to me. Oh, you know, I still feel like it was a trope because there was, you know, the disapproving mom. And to that, I have to say, there was also a very approving mother. Okay, a single approving mother at that. She had, she had no husband. She raised her daughter alone. There was the difference. There was a grandma and there was the mom after that. You could see there was a plethora of different Asian mothers in there. You know what I mean? So are we going to erase the fact that there are such thing, such things as Asian moms who disapprove because it quote unquote is a trope? Are we going to suddenly not show Asian people having accents because it's a trope? Should we just eliminate any Asian person in any movie where they're a doctor because it's a trope? No, that's not the fucking solution. In my opinion, that is the opposite. That's 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 regression. That's that's somebody telling us we cannot do stuff because it's too stereotypical. What am I gonna yell at my grandma for having an accent and tell her, you know what, Grandma, you're the one making people think that we all have accents. No, that has never been the issue. The issue has never been, oh, there's Asian doctors. There's Asians with accents. There's Asians with moms that are like this. That has never been the issue. The issue has always been lack of representation otherwise. So instead of demonizing or being upset that there are asian people acting i don't know stereotypical like eating rice or having boba or like whatever i think we should be allowed to do that how about we just add in other characters that are also different which i think asian america or um crazy rich asians did a great job of personally i think that they did a fucking great job of doing that you know what i mean so it doesn't make any fucking sense to me to kind of to kind of de- like be upset with that. You know what I mean? At that point you're just nitpicking and you're making fucking dumb logic. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Um because in that movie, I feel like there were stronger characters, there were weaker characters, there were you know, materialistic girls, there were smarter girls, there were pretty girls, tall girls like whatever and you know there were white girls just on the yacht being used as like accessories for the party 
you know what I mean? Like Asian girls were the ones that had the stories and the personalities and stuff. So to me, to kind of blame it on those tropes, I get it. I I understand like what people mean by that. But at the same time, it's like reminds me of this open letter that I read one time, right? Where it was like talking about like dear uh, open letter to Asian Americans or something like that. And it was talking about how Asian parents should let their kids pursue the arts, let their kids do music and movies and dance and everything. Don't be mad when they don't want to be doctors. And that just pissed me the fuck off because it's not our fault that we get turned into tropes. It's not our fault that if we want to be a doctor, that's all people will see us as. That's not our fault. It's not up to us to change that. It's up to other people to change the way they see it. Like if you see an Asian person eating chopsticks or eating using chopsticks and you think, look at that Asian person eating chopsticks. Fuck you. That's on you. That's not on me to have to start using a fork. That makes no goddamn sense at all. That makes no fucking sense. Right. So I just felt like I had to say something about that because I think it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world to, to have that you know, thought. Let ethnic people enjoy their ethnic food. Let people have accents. Let people have, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. If there is a movie made by a non-Asian person who writes in Asian people only as a trope, I understand that. But why in a movie where it is almost full, fully cast Asians you get upset that there's one mom that's disapproving how about that's just how Asian culture is sometimes you know like I don't know to me it just seems like a stupid like like you're almost there you almost there you just lack the comprehension a little bit just a little bit and that's okay you don't have to learn you you know there's some things that I'm stupid at too um but yeah, <laughs> anyway, I don't really know what else to talk about right now. Um, I don't know. That's really all I had to say. Um, But yeah, so. Oh, shit. Okay, I know what I wanted to announce. I basically wanted to announce I'm going to be at AVN this year. I don't know 100% yet if I'm going to be in the convention and all of that. But I'm definitely going to AVN and I'm definitely hosting a party with Chanel Hart, Jenna Ivory, and Ariana Aiden. I don't know how I got on that bill. I'm pretty sure someone requested me or something like that because low-key I'm a walk in there looking like a little boy. They all got titties and ass. Well, Chanel got ass. She don't have titties. You know, We still love her. But I don't got any of it. So... Please come come out if you're if you're planning on coming out to Vegas to show any sort of love to anybody and you're a fan of mine. Please come out for me. I really, really appreciate it because as you guys know, I don't really get involved in the adult conventions and I don't really do stuff like that. But I'm hosting a party. So I would love, 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 love it if y'all would just even just tweeting me, you know, nice things every now and then, you know, people are mean sometimes. (laughs) Um, all right, well, hopefully I'll be, um, getting back to y'all soon with some sort of, uh, guest or, like, I don't know, I just, uh, 
I just appreciate having this podcast that people actually listen to because there's a few people who asked me actually they're like when are you doing your podcast again and to me that just that's so sweet because I always think I'm like talking into this microphone and no one's gonna hear but y'all really listen so I really appreciate it <laughs> um but yeah no it's been it's been hard uh, being away from like my friends and loved ones and stuff so any support always warms my little cold heart um and yeah i guess that's really all i have to say thank you for listening bye